Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Our guest on Bent Notes is a pianist, a trumpet player, a vocalist, a conductor, a composer, and a musical director, who, as you might guess from that list of credits, is usually a really busy person. Jack Earl is one of the many musicians who is totally thrilled to be out of lockdown and back on the stage, or perhaps that's under the stage in the case of musicals, and who's getting the band back together for another really big show. It's my pleasure to bid a very warm Bent Notes welcome back to Jack Earl. Welcome, Jack. G'day, David. Thank you so much for having me back. A pleasure indeed. I had a sense of deja vu when I was starting prepping to chat with you. I felt that we'd already had this conversation something like 12 months ago. <laughs> Pretty much to the day, I think. It was, it was definitely in the books for, for, uh, for a whole year, and it's been in the, in the cryogenic freezer, I think, and we've just, just managed to defrost it. That's good to hear. It, it is fantastic that we can chat again. How are you feeling generally now that things are starting to open up? Uh, it's, it's, a, um, it's a relief and a, a relentless uh, whirlwind of excitement because nothing's letting up and everyone's ready to do stuff. And, and um, I'm lucky enough to be uh, involved in lots of different projects that are all sort of starting to ramp up again. So it's lovely to be back at work, but um, yeah, having not worked for two years, you get very tired very quickly. <laughs> I have, I've lost my stamina of... Um, even just social stamina, being able to talk to people for <laughs> too long <laughs> and be, be in social settings. So I've got a bit of practice to do, much like on the instruments. But um, it, the, the the downside is that there's still there is still the the disease out there, and people are still getting it. And it, so one doesn't know. So for running a big band, for example, s- someone might text me on the morning of the of the performance and say, "Oh." The family's just come down with COVID. We have to isolate for seven days. la di da da And so that just means I have to have a very thick phone book of uh, <laughs> <laughs> other musicians ready to go. And that's, that's not such a bad thing, but it's, a, um, it's, it's, it's not quite at, at what we would call normal, but we are very grateful to be back in any capacity. You are a little busy at the moment, of course, because you're musical director for Tommy here in Melbourne at the Palais. Tell us about the level of energy and enthusiasm that you're experiencing from both performers and the audience. This is one of the funnest, coolest shows I've ever been a part of, be, being the Who's iconic rock music and being at an iconic music venue like the Palais. Over the weekend, the, the audiences were absolutely packed out and were leaping to their feet and cheering and whooping and just having the best time. The cast have been itching to go. This production has been postponed for three years. Three times, I mean, o- over the space since 2020. So it, it's been a long time coming and there's a sense of um, not only relief, but, but pent-up excitement finally being able to be released on stage. It's, it's, an, it's a magical dream come true. Fantastic. I was at the Memo Music Hall, not far away from the, the Palais, in December last year for a very big band Christmas. 
That was a fantastic show, and there's lots of energy there. Wasn't that there? Wasn't that great fun? A fantastic. The audience was amazing. They they really enjoyed everything, and obviously part of that was the fact that they were out and about. What were your recollections of that show being one of the early shows as we get out and about again? It was it was one of those uh, blink and you miss it sort of moments because you, you, it was such a whirlwind of um, organisation and preparation that I haven't been used to over these past few years. I've gotten used to being a lazy slob who doesn't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was this it was a, a sudden burst of of energy which was really great to be back playing with the full big band because nothing beats that that sound you can try and do it with smaller bands but it just doesn't quite have that punch or that full harmonic richness so it was a wonderful experience hey speaking of memo musical i know this is not why we're here what have we got but we do have a gig on april 22nd and it's going to be very exciting at memo musical and I believe the guest vocalist is going to be Matt Hetherington. I do need to lock him in, so maybe to, uh, <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't be announcing that to the whole world just yet. But <laughs> it is on sale, and you should get a ticket. Let us know as soon as it's locked in. Absolutely. Fantastic. Next week, you're performing with your big band and the Melbourne vocalist Alma Zigia. It's a gig that was so close last year and then had to be cancelled, and it's the gig we spoke about as we launched into this uh, this chat. It's the first time that your big band and Alma will perform together at the Hawthorne Arts Centre. What aspect of the show are you looking forward to the most? There's multiple aspects of the show I'm looking forward to the most. The Hawthorne Arts Centre is one I've been wanting to play for a long time. I think I did a gig there a couple of years ago with uh, the spectacular Dolly Diamond and with a, with a small band, and it was yes. fantastic fun, and I just thought, this, this venue screams big band to me it must happen so it eventually we we finally got around to doing some planning and some some chats and i was very grateful that tony let me uh come to the hawthorne arts center as part of the burundi arts program there's so many things to look forward to obviously al maziga is just one of melbourne's greatest vocal talents and it's one of these voices that transports you into another place Another place and another time, really. It's such a it's a vintage voice that really does sound and feel like it was there at the time of the creation of jazz. She just, she sounds exactly like Bessie Smith and Ella Fitzgerald and Billie Holiday and all those wonderful vocalists we associate with the early jazz era. Goes so well with the big band, of course, because it was the height of the big band era. Exactly. So that that's going to be something to bring the house down. And um, I will. we've got some uh, brand new world premiere compositions that I've been waiting to bring out for probably, again, about two years because they were done in, done in lockdown. And, and these are your compositions? These are mine. And they're, for the they're big fresh band? Off the, fresh off the press and specifically for, for the big band and the players that I have in my big band. So I'm looking forward to exploring some of those. And um, I'm, I'm looking for – I've got a couple of Duke Ellington charts that I'm hoping to bring out too Ooh, to sort nice. of pay, pay homage to the early big band era but seeing as we have Alma on board it it seems like the the right thing to do well it does indeed how do you prepare for a show such as this one with a guest vocalist do you sit down and think now this is the guest vocalist and their skills are a b and c so I've got to do this that and the other or do you just put a program together and see what happens it's probably more of the latter I do try and theme it a little bit so that it's not too um to sort of one spectrum on oh, straight to the other one and too um, haphazard and so, so it still has to have a, a good flow and an arc and a, and a climax and such taking that into account with Alma I, I do include a bit more early repertoire 
I do like to throw in a bit of everything as well because that's what I like to do. And, it, it <laughs> <laughs> and that what's, that's what keeps it interesting for the audience. Exactly. It keeps the audience on their toes. They don't really know what's coming next in, in the best way possible. Yeah. And Are you going to yeah. send Elmer up onto the balcony to sing? Wouldn't that be did? fantastic? Wouldn't that be spectacular? It would. I might have to have a think about that. It wasn't on the plan, but oh, now you've mentioned it. I remember getting a bit of a surprise when all of a sudden the lights went on and there she was. Dolly was up on the balcony. <laughs> Very exciting. Like a teleporting That's Houdini. right. Exactly. What is it about Alma's voice? How is it that Alma has been able to get her voice to be such a great interpretation of those early singers? I think she has been surrounded by it her entire life. She's obviously been listening at to and living those early recordings it's in her spirit it's in her soul it's this thing that we can't teach i don't believe it's a thing that you can't really explain very well either but i'm giving it a red hot go it's <laughs> it's in her um yeah it's just in her her body and her in her soul and it 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 just emanates from her whenever the music starts playing the music just trans transforms her and transports her, and it's it's a it's a magical experience. So she's clearly lived with it, and grown up with it, and absorbed it through her whole life. And I think that's key. I had a look at the website for this gig, and it says fully booked. Da, 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 I've da, da, just da. checked it. That is superb <laughs> to see, Jack. Thank you very much. That's a that's a good surprise. I I I'd heard rumours that that it was that it was sold out, but I hadn't actually checked the website. But I'm that, thrilled. That's so exciting. It is so exciting. And uh, that means it'll be a fantastic gig. It will be a gig not to be missed for those who have already booked. Correct. So don't miss it if you've booked those tickets. <laughs> yeah, don't turn forget. up and enjoy. You never know, you might see Alma sing singing from the balcony. Ah, oh, fingers crossed. But in the meantime, I think it's still worthwhile keeping a check on the Burundara Council website just in case they open up more seats. You never know. In yeah, you never know times. with these restrictions being lifted and stuff. There might be some more. I'll double check. And of course, keep an eye on the website for Jack Earl. JackEarl.com, isn't it? Correct. Yes, yes. And I think I'll, there's a I'll Facebook page. Up there. Yeah, there's a Facebook page for the big band. And yeah. Jack, thanks to you for your time with Bent Notes here on Joy 94.9. It has been absolutely fantastic to chat with you again and hear about a gig that is now going ahead at the end of this week on Friday 4th of March at the Hawthorne Arts Centre. My best wishes to you for a fantastic night in what is such a fabulous venue. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me again. My guest on Bent Notes has been Melbourne pianist, composer and big band leader, Jack Earl. You're listening to Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.